not uncommon. It's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. My name is Justice Knight. If you haven't subscribed, I certainly hope you will. Also, above me right now is my Patreon link. I hope you have the means to support me because it's the only way we can continue to move forward because with all the suppression and censorship and shadow banning because they don't want you to hear messages like today. Today is by far one of the most critical broadcasts I have ever given because a lot of you may not be aware of HR5, which is on the House floor right now. And I'm going to steal a quote here on HR5. The Equality Act, which is nothing but equal because let me let me just digress here. The Liberty Council states an extreme threat to religious freedom, speech, privacy and women's rights. I'm going to say the most extreme threat to religious freedom, speech and women's rights I have ever covered. The best way to conceptualize the far reaching impact of H.R. 5 is best expressed in this short sentence. What you cannot do legally representing race, you will not be able to do legally respecting LGBT. They put LGBT and race on the same level now. Now, there's major implications to this. This isn't an anti-LGBT message here. This is an anti-HR5 Equality Act message here. Nobody deserves discrimination That's not what this broadcast is about. It is about what it's going to do to the foundations of religion, the foundations of our country, the foundations of our constitution, and the foundations of women's rights, which we're going to get to as fast as possible. Here on your screen, you'll see Congress.gov, the actual legislation itself, a portion of the 116th Congress for verification. For those of you who don't know what LGBT stands for, it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. Now, that's changed over time, as in this article is now from BizJournal, Ecolab joins campaign for LGBTQ Equality Act, but it grows one step further. This on Chicago Tribune, why LGBT initialism keeps growing. It's now LGBTQIA. And now somebody asked me on my broadcast yesterday, what does the IA stand for? It stands for intersex and asexual or allied, just so we're all aware of what's going on. Now, this issue used to be a little bit more black and white. It used to be the CNN broadcast here. You'll see Supreme Court rules for Colorado Baker and same-sex wedding cake. This was a little bit easier to understand and absorb. They made a choice. They chose based on their religion not to serve a cake. Supreme Court upheld that decision. H.R. 5 demolishes that decision because you will have no right. You cannot discriminate as a college, as a university, as a religious institute, as a stadium, as anything. So be ready for it. This was briefly covered in this Breitbart article here. Representative Jayapal, protect transgender freedom by regulating all Americans. They touched on it. The regulating all Americans is the critical part. But what's more critical is Representative Jayapal here. On, let's listen to her very quickly on the House floor. Me that we're, we're talking about fear versus love. We're talking about fear versus freedom. And I didn't intend to say this today, but... 
And she breaks down there because she has a child involved in this movement. My child is finally free to be who they are, standing for the Equality Act directly. But she uses fear versus freedom, fear versus love. Those those terms very interchangeably, which is terrifying to me. Fear and freedom. What are we to fear from? Well, she's part of the Justice Democrats we covered yesterday. If you missed a broadcast, you need to tune in and pay attention to it because it involves AOC's direct link to George Soros and the entire socialist agenda. And I tie it all together from you, even involving the Young Turks. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Elon Omar, Pramila Jayapal, Rashida Taleb, all a portion of the Justice Democrats. Now, the Justice Democrats are also confused because they say on one token they want to protect women's rights, but on the other token, they want to protect the LGBTQ community. Well, you cannot do one without the other, especially as it relates to H.R. 5. So let's get right to the legislation. Here it is, a portion of the 116th Congress, H.R. 5. Going down to the most critical paragraph, gender identity. The term gender identity means the gender-related identity, appearance, mannerisms, and other gender-related characteristics of an individual regardless of the individual's designation, sex, designated sex at birth. So what I identify as today is what I am. That's putting it very simply. What I identify today is what I am. Which means if I have a job, let's say I was a security checker at the TSA, and you as a female go through security and need a pat down, and the day before I had identified as a female, I get to pat you down. And there is nothing anybody can do about that. And that is only one example of about what's coming at us. Here, the Equality Act on a Human Rights Campaign says here it's a bipartisan act, topping 70% approval, introduced into the House by David C. Selene and Brian Fitzpatrick, and in the Senate by Jeff Merkley, Susan Collins, Tammy Baldwin, and Cory Booker, all names that you heard, because this has been all over the headlines as of recently here. Transgender, you've heard about in sports, transgender rules puts women's sports at a disadvantage. You all know what that issue is. You've heard so much about it. You've seen Lori Lightfoot, elected Chicago mayor, will be first black woman and first openly gay person to hold post. This is in politics everywhere across headlines. This on Vox, the Trump administration's latest anti-transgender action explained. What are they referring to? Supreme Court revised transgender ban for military service. So once again, just pointing out that this argument has been everywhere. But it's a confusing argument in some ways. What does the Bible say about homosexuality? Going down just a touch further, at the heart of the claim, the Bible is clear that homosexuality is forbidden by God. He says it's poor biblical scholarship. Actually, he says the Bible doesn't say anything about homosexuality, when in actuality, it does. We're just going to give you, I'm going to give you two verses here. Romans. Because of this, God gave them over. This is new law, and then we're going to cover old law. God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. So that's a pretty clear definition to me. Leviticus, thou shall not lie with mankind as with women. Kind. It is an abomination. So nobody should say that that message isn't rather clear. The only person who hasn't been clear on the issue has been the Pope. Pope Francis again demonstrates dangerous ignorance about gay sexuality and remarks about gay priests perpetuating damage and discrediting stereotypes because he's given so many statements and they are basically all over the board. But the American public's confused, too. Nearly 70% of Americans comfortable with the gay president moving in into politics. Support for same-sex marriage isn't unanimous, but you'll read other articles. 
that say it is unanimous and that the majority of Americans have moved towards it. And then you have fewer Americans think LGBT face discrimination. Okay, so if we're not facing discrimination, what's the need for the law? Now, there is extreme cases where things are needed to help. Brunei implements stoning to death under anti-LGBT laws. This is a global issue of which some of the ramifications are terrifying. But our rural communities, nearly 44 million LGBTQ people live in rural America, and everything is not biased and awful. They just got out of the big cities, and they're saying everything's fine. But this legislation here doesn't make anything fine. It makes it completely unequal. I'm going to go to an article here. House Dem religious rights must bow to LGBT. As Democratic Representative Gerald Nadler championed the so-called Equality Act in a House Judiciary Committee hearing Tuesday, he stressed that the bill would make sure religious beliefs cannot be used to discriminate the LGBT community. Going down just a touch further, religion is no excuse for discrimination when it comes to sexual orientation or gender identity. Well, if you can't discriminate against one group, you can't discriminate against another, but you're going to because you're going to discriminate against religious beliefs and women's rights and the right to free speech. Because if you use the wrong acronym, if you use the wrong name, even on social media, they have the right to take you away now. So life is going to get very confusing intentionally, but that's exactly what they want to do. But we're going to hear some testimony, and this will give you all the definitions you need to understand the implications for our future. Given testimony, giving testimony against the pro-LGBT bill, also known as H.R. 5, was Julia Beck, who is a self-described radical lesbian feminist and the former law and policy co-chair for Baltimore's LGBTQ commission, speaking against H.R. 5. So that's going to open up a lot of eyes. And she gives some examples. She goes, a male rapist will go to a female prison and will likely assault female inmates. As he has already, it's already happened in the UK. So imagine you're a male rapist. You get convicted. You identify that day as a female. They have to send you to a female prison and there is nothing you can do about it. It's allowed underneath this bill. Men will dominate women's sports, as we talked about before. And girls will be denied scholarships because if they can't win the races... They won't get the scholarships. This is plain and simple. There is nothing gray here. As I said, it's not an anti-LGBT message. It's a pro-women message. It's a pro-religious message. Girls will stay home from schools when they have their periods to avoid harassment from boys. Because guess what? You can't set if a bathroom is female or male. Because the other group has to have the rights to go in both, depending on what they identify as. Female security officers will no longer have the right to refuse to perform pat-downs or inmate searches of males who says they're female. And vice versa. Imagine going to the airport, being a male, walking through the screening device, and one of the group comes up that identifies as a male today, and they are allowed to pat you down. Do you start to see just some of the terrifying implications of what's happening? And you can't refuse to search. Because this law won't allow you to. One step further into the Liberty Council, again, who I quoted from initially. If your church doesn't believe in the LGBT movement, you won't have a choice. You have to open up your bathrooms to all sexes. You have no choice. It says here, And it just gives you some of it. Among other things, amending federal employment and public accommodation laws by adding sexual orientation and gender identity, because they add that to every law. Housing, 
federal employment, as they say here, public accommodation to same protection as race. So we now have everything on the same level prohibits free exercise of religion as a claim or defense. You can no longer use your religious exemption. It is abolished. That includes in your own church. Any religion is not above this law. It destroys the religious exemption. There is nothing you can do. If you don't believe in it, this allows that movement to override your authority. Non-complying churches or nonprofit organizations will lose tax-exempt status. Non-complying schools will lose accreditation. This applies to stadiums, exercise facilities, amusement parks, gathering, display, any establishment that provides a good service or program, including a store, shopping store, online retailer, service provider, salon, bank, gas station, food bank, service or care center, shelter, travel agency or funeral parlor or establishment that provides health care, accounting or legal services. Basically, anything is not immune from this law. There is no choice anymore. The, an establishment, including an individual who operations affect commerce or was a provider of good services or programs is not limited to a physical facility or place also impacted. Imagine how this changes the game. Imagine your teenage child going to a sporting event, going to a concert. Those bathrooms now are mixed and there is nothing you can do about it. They go through a security screener. Your daughter has a male who now identifies as transgender is now allowed to pat her down and there is nothing she can say about it. Imagine an abuse shelter, a woman's abuse shelter, a rape victim going to a shelter to seek help. That same person can now identify into the LGBT movement, protected under this law, can walk into that shelter and sleep next to that woman. Adoption changed forever. This, my friends, is the most terrifying law I've ever covered. Not in place yet. And so I show you here, Intercessors for America, this is the petition to vote against H.R. 5. I always give you action. And we need to vote on this. Because if it passes, nobody, I don't even think a portion of the LGBT community, realizes what the implications are for America. Now you do. And you wonder why they want us silenced and they want us censored and want us suppressed because they want to slip all this through. They want it all to go by so that their seeds of discord can shred our country, shred our religious institutions, shred our way of life, shred everything we stand for. So, my friends, I can't thank you enough for being here again. Godspeed and God bless. Please, please say a special prayer. That God helps guide us through these very, very troubling times. If you haven't subscribed again, I hope you will. I look forward to seeing your comments. Keep it clean. You know, that's something I always request. So Godspeed and God bless once again. Until next time, Justice Knight, signing out.